Welcome to Your Brain's BFF. I'm Pooja Venkatraman, a double Harvard grad, ex-management consultant, and former stressed-out overachiever. I use clear, simple frameworks rooted in psychology, cognitive behavioral therapy, and mindfulness to teach you how to solve any problem, anytime. Let's go. How to turn your shoulds into genuine wants. There are few things more frustrating than when you know what you should do, but you're just not doing it. Things like picking up the phone and making those appointments, or getting started on that hairy project that you've been avoiding, or ordering the side salad instead of the fries, or not snapping at your spouse, your kids, or your team. You want to do these things. If you didn't want to do them, you wouldn't get so frustrated when it didn't get done. But here is the problem. Somewhere along the line, that genuine want got twisted into a should in your mind. And telling yourself that you should do something is never as fun, motivating, or energizing as telling yourself that you want to do something. So how can you tap into the power of want rather than should? Let me tell you two ways not to do it, and then one way to do it. Do not blindly swap out the word should for want in your whole vocabulary. I mean, you are welcome to try this if you want to. But I find that the effect is often quite hollow. And it feels more like chanting an affirmation than actually changing your mind about something. Also, do not ignore every thought that comes into your mind as a should and only listen to the thoughts that come in as a want. Again, you are welcome to try this, but I find that this leaves people feeling queasy and mistrusting. The should first thoughts often contain practical good sense. And the want first thoughts seem self-indulgent. Just flipping your compass upside down is not the answer. So here is the best way to handle your shoulds. Let the should come into your brain, and then pop the hood to find out what kind of should 
it is. There are three kinds of shoulds. The first one is a genuine want. This is something that, when you think about it, you actually want to do. There's no conflict or restriction at all. The wires just got crossed somewhere along the way. If your should is a genuine want, then tap into your want and enjoy the heck out of doing something you actually want to do. For example, I genuinely want to record these podcasts every week. I love thinking about them. I love writing the script and I love hitting publish. But sometimes if it's been a long day or a long week, my brain will say you should publish a podcast. You're running behind. And that feels like drudgery. In those moments, the solution isn't to avoid the podcast or to force myself to do it. The solution is to tap into my genuine want and then do it. The second kind of should is where the end goal is a want but this isn't the best path to get there. Sometimes you really do want the end goal that your should would give you. But your brain is suggesting a path that you're just not that excited about. In that case, identify what you really want and then find a better path. For example, when I go out to eat in a restaurant, I will often think I should order a salad. But let me tell you, I don't want a salad. So what do I really want? If I pause and think about it for just a second, what I really want is to not feel gross or guilty after the meal. And there are multiple ways to achieve that goal. I don't have to eat a sad bowl of leaves to get what I want. I could also order something I like and just eat half. The third kind of should is a pure should with no want at all. Sometimes the should is a completely made up rule that your brain got from God knows where, and there's not even one grain of want behind it. And in that case, just throw it out. For example, I think I should get up at five or six in the morning. Why? Because According to my brain, that's just what productive people do.
good people are morning people and bad, lazy people stay up late and get up late. Yeah, this is a pure should. The same amount of work gets done either way. It doesn't matter whether I do it in the morning or at night. And honestly, I am a night owl. So I ditched this role and just started doing what I wanted. Don't gloss over or ignore your shoulds. Instead, work with them. So many people ask me, how do I get rid of that self-critical voice in my head? And the answer is, you don't need to get rid of it. You need to learn how to work with it. Your shoulds and your self-critical voice aren't trying to hurt you. It's just your brain trying to send you a message the best way that it knows how. You and your self-critical voice are on the same side. You just need to learn how to speak each other's language and work productively together. That relationship may be very fractious right now, full of shouting and criticism and rebellions and crackdowns, but we can heal that relationship and put it into 100% alignment. You just need to learn how to listen, stay patient, and build trust with yourself. If you can do that, you can handle anything that your life throws at you with grace, poise, and a good sense of humor. The life that you want and the relationship that you want with yourself can be built starting today. And I can show you exactly how. Come talk to me and let's get it done. Go to the episode description, click the link and book a coaching consult. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your Brain's BFF by me, Pooja Venkatraman. Check out the links in the episode description if you want to read this piece on my website, follow me on Instagram, subscribe to my email newsletter, or book a consult to work with me one-on-one. -on -one.